Good morning. This is the uh, DOLW watch, and also we uh, with the Lansing watch. And we've also joined with Carmel for a Carmel shorty. Temptations as the voice of Lucifer. This is a Carmel shorty. We're going to give you the analysis. The number one deception uh, that the devil will use and introduce the lesser good versus the greater good. This is your little shorty on mystical theology. And the church tells us who we are. So let's listen up, folks. Hope this helps. The uh, early church had a meeting, like a council. And it was about many things, but one of the things that they discerned, one of the things they wanted to answer was, after baptism, how clean is the soul? Remember, you get baptized, you have a clean soul. The nuns always told us. Well, come to find out, Baptism removes original sin, but is there a residue like the ring around your tub? And come to find out there is. And when you begin to use the language of the mother church in terms of capacities, after baptism, you still have a capacity to hear Satan, Lucifer, the devil. You still have that. Baptism did not remove the capacity. It's like a residue. You hear, you have the capacity to hear the voice of the devil. And how do they label that voice of the devil? How do you know what it is? It's temptations. Inclinations. So keep that in mind. Temptation is not sin. And this is a caramel shorty, but we're going to give you our analysis. What is... There are three enemies to the soul, the flesh, which is the most persistent, the world, and the devil. And the devil's number one tool to take you aside is deception. Number one tool is deception. And typically, for, for goodwill people, the deception will be a temptation to do a lesser good versus a greater good. To do a lesser good versus a greater good. We'll help you work through this, okay? So I get a letter in the mail. I'm committed to go to daily mass, and I get a letter in the mail. says, hey, if I want, I can be the captain on a submarine and go to sea for six months. I'll just have to give up uh, mass. There will be no priest. I'll have no sacraments. But in my world, God has already called me, and we'll presume God has already called me to make daily mass to the best that I can frequent confession, frequent of the sacraments. So I go through my three faculties of the soul, the intellect, the will, and the memory, because I want to discern, is this call to, is this opportunity from God? My intellect, let's go to the intellect. My intellect says, what are my duties? What has God already called me to be? Well, I've, I've defined it for this problem. Go to daily mass, frequent use of the sacraments, confession. I can't make it. So my intellect right there rules out this opportunity as being from God based on my prior uh, relationship with God. Second intellect uh, is the will. Uh, Do I desire? Do I have a, a, a fire in my will? Is there a desire to go on the submarine? Well, yeah, I wanted to do that since day one of my, you know, every, every day I wake up, I want to do that. Well, it doesn't count. My intellect is, my will is a blind faculty and my intellect is guiding me here. Now, also we go to the memory. 
do I hope in going out to sea? Oh, yeah. So I get a spark in the memory. I hope in it. I've always hoped in going to sea in a submarine. My desire is to go to sea in a submarine, but my intellect caps everything and, and eliminates that. So that's your analysis when you're trying to take a look at what to do. Let me give you another analysis. So the lesser good versus the greater good. I'm on my way to church. <laughs> it's the last mass of the Sunday, uh, and, I, and I have a commitment. I know God has asked me to go to Mass on Sunday. That's a given. The church has taught me who I am, and I have that duty and responsibility. So I've uh, unfortunately waited to the last Mass. This is the last one of the day in my area. And on the way, I see a gentle elderly individual with a flat tire off to the side of the road. No one's stopping to help him. If I stop to help this gentleman, I can't make my duty for Mass. But I'm thinking, hey, I got to do the right thing. I got to be kind, good, and considerate. So I, in my intellect, I'm not going to listen to my intellect because I really desire in my will to help this. I like changing tires. I like working on cars. And I can change this tire very easily. And so in my memory, I hope in it. My, I have a desire in my will. But my intellect, I'm going to ignore because I can go to Mass, I can confess the sin, I, I, I can go to another Mass. I just don't have a lot of, uh, I don't desire in my intellect to go to Mass, but I know in my intellect I'm supposed to go to Mass. I stop and fix the car, uh, the elderly kind gentleman thanks me and he's on his way. He's on his way, he's got a shotgun in the trunk and he's on his way to go to his ex. He shoots her, kills her and her two kids, and I played a part in that. So don't assume that when you do something kind and considerate and good, how do you know that it's not going to be uh, the, uh, the, the way to organize all? You don't know that's going to be a good thing. Not only that, the guy was off his medicine. The police were looking at him because he was under guardianship, and they had a, an all, APB, all-points bulletin, and they were going to be there, had that flat tire been flat for another 20 minutes, the police would have intercepted him and got him. And that flat tire may very well have been from God. Do you see how that is? Your intellect is there to guide you and uh, guide you. The third point we have, Moses. Moses is in the Bible. This is common sense. This is about common sense. Moses is in the Bible. At the time he, in the Bible, we know he's speaking to God face to face. In fact, when he comes away from God, he, his face glows. Okay, and God says, oh, Moses, Moses, in all my house, there's none like you. To my prophets, I speak in visions and dreams, but to you, Moses, I speak face to face. Now, in all of this, the people are coming to Moses from morning till night, and Moses is losing his health. He's getting sick, but God at no time tells him, Moses tells him what to do. It is his father-in-law. I think his father-in-law's name is Jethro. His father-in-law comes to him and says, Moses, Moses, from morning till night, people come to you with their problems. You will lose your health if you constantly handle these problems. Moses, appoint a lesser judge. Appoint your brother Aaron, a judge for the lesser problems and reserve the most difficult problems for yourself so that you can... Uh, be healthy. It's just common sense. 
God never told him that. It was his father-in-law, Jethro, and I believe they weren't even uh, of the tribe, the Jewish people. He got married. I don't know if he married into the Jewish tribe or of Israel, but it's common sense. This is constant caramel, common sense. God will not. So John the Cross says, well, why didn't God tell him this? Because he was speaking to him face to face, said God could have said, appoint Aaron, your brother, as the judge and and protect your health but god didn't do that because god gave him the faculty of the intellect to sort that out common sense okay this is a bit of mystical theology remember god will all uh, satan will always present a lesser good that that will uh to pull you away particularly if you're goodwill and you're dealing in in, in goodwill you're acting fairly with your neighbor Satan is not going to present a bank robbery, not going to present you an opportunity to sell some child into into slavery or or to to present you with something evil, chopping off a finger. Now, he's not going to do that. He's going to give you a lesser good. Fix the flat tire. Give up mass. Okay. Or today, do excess work. Do this project. Do that when you can't even get the to get the projects on your plate done. So remember that. Remember, it's just screaming at you. Carmel, and re- Carmel fights Satan. Carmel fights Satan both in his essence and his operations. You are like, you have essence and operations. You have processes and substances. So you have to think, you rewire your mind. Plum trees produce plums. They don't produce puppies, okay? You are to produce not chaos, but order you're to produce light not darkness okay now the church tells us who we are this is a caramel short that's got 10 minutes caramel short i was hoping to keep it shorter than that but uh this is coming to you from our caramel community in mid-michigan along with our dolw diocese of lansing watcher group and it's dedicated to all the people who inspired us including father almost uh seven eighths a priest to do these little shorties for you. Keep us in your prayers. Amen. Amen.